Guess who's back, MFers? That's right. It's your boy, Nate Galloway. I'm Adrian Brandyberg. <laughs> and welcome back to another dope episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. This guy here, I swear. You know, you can't cuss. You can't cuss in the first, like, four minutes. So it's mother effers. We are back like subscribe on all your podcast platforms shout out to the day ones i know what y'all was thinking these n words hit 100 episodes and they decided not to come back no it was just all you know a little holiday you know we both having you know some fun while we were out you know vacationing and then you know i got an ear infection so that is kind of why you know we have been on a little bit of a break you telling you telling too much of your business. I'll just be like, yo, we took a break. <laughs> That's it. But well, see, you gotta let them know. It ain't it ain't cause, you know, obviously we needed to rest and recuperate. But you know, the additional break wasn't because, you know, I didn't love y'all. I was trying. Boogie knows. I was trying to be like MJ during the flu game. She hit me up, like, hey, we recorded. What we doing? And I was like, you know, this, you know, unforeseen accident known as an ear infection. Is taking me down for the count. I was trying. I was like, how did MJ, how did he play during the flu game? Because I was going to put these headphones on and I was going to will myself through it. But my ear was like, no, not today, brother. I still, I still have this, this weird feeling that this quote unquote flu game was actually quote unquote hungover game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now that we know how Mike, uh, he was a wild boy, you might be right. I, it it was just a lot of it was a lot of information going on watching watching that that uh what is it the, the last dance the last dance which might I say I will agree with Scottie Pippen like this is a whole ass documentary about Michael Jordan <laughs> this man paid all of us well asked all of us to sit down so we could just talk about this man and not the whole team or the whole process of what happened so this is some narcissistic shit at its finest so we'll see Scotty went back during the final cuts he was like hey hey what happened to all the other stuff i told you they was right. like nope mike <laughs> this Cut is to what mike. we talk about this uh, is horace all we grant? talk about the only person that actually got a hell of time on that was horace grant horace i'm like are you supposed to be telling all this nah. you telling more than what mike was like hey 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 Edit all of this. <laughs> hey, we ain't asked for none of this. <laughs> Horace told everything. He's like, yeah, so on draft night, this is what happened. He's like, hey, what about you and the team? <laughs> he was giving everything. How you been doing, Boogs? Yeah, I've been good. Chilling. Getting it in. Just making sure uh, life is lifing. And uh, I'm making sure that I'm present and trying to I mean, it's hard. It's hard right here. But just trying to stay off the socials because, man, the shenanigans been shenanigan. <laughs> if they go shenan once, best <sighs> believe they're going to shenan again, okay? You know what it is? I like that. I like that. The shenan once, they're going to shenan again. I got this twice. off of TikTok. Somebody, <laughs> I, I saw it. This black woman, because black women be black women in just did it and it, it blew up and went viral. Black so. women's sayings on the internet are the best. What's the one lady who's like, if it ain't cheesy, it ain't gonna slide down easy or some shit like that. Oh. You know, if it ain't cheesy, it ain't going down easy. Whenever she makes something, she throw extra cheese on there. Oh. I love it. 
You know, and then it's like the one brother who's like, you ain't sneezing if it ain't seasoned. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. Like, brothers and sisters, we just come up with, with some phrases. We need a phrase for the show. What's a good phrase for the show? Ah, let's see. Let's, I don't let's, know. Yeah, let's think about that. Hold off on that. Let's one. see. What, what's a good phrase? You ain't laughing if you ain't tuning in. Nah. <laughs> All right. What what's been up with you outside of right? I was trying <laughs> outside of that ear infection. Yeah, I'm gonna just bypass. Uh, That's what you do. You know, the ear infection it laid your boy down, Boogie. It laid mm-hmm. me down to the point where I was like, God, this might be it. This might be it. You calling your boy home to the upper room? I was like, it's a little early. We you know we 35. It's, it's a little early, but I'm like, if this is it. This is it. I just want to have a really good story. I want to get to heaven. You know, the other angels is like, what you do to get here? You know, I was like, I got an ear infection. That's kind of lame. To, you can't, you got to go out with a blaze of glory. Like, yeah, I was speeding and I hit a brick wall. Or, you know, I was in a shootout. It's got to be something Not a that, is, <laughs> that is worthwhile to, <laughs> to get you in heaven early. And now... I get it. So to all the little babies out there, I know you're not listening to this podcast, but I understand. And they shouldn't. I understand. <laughs> right. I understand what y'all are going through. Because you can't even talk. So all you doing is just screaming and they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Me as a grown ass man, I was like, hey, my ear should not feel this way. So I know the babies is like, ah, yeah, I feel for all the babies. I feel for <laughs> That's what babies do. Ah, uh... <laughs> My ear. <laughs> this nigga said, ah. And it was like, I'm a baby. Ah. <laughs> and boy, was I a baby. I turned oh. into the, you, you all know, whenever, you, you know, Boogie, when we get those man calls, they're debilitating. Of course. This Cry was, baby. I felt like, I felt like Mike Tyson was punching me in the face repeatedly i had a headache on one side of my face i had a toothache and an earache i was like why are all these things connected like god why would you connect nose ear why would you connect all this stuff like this should not be connected to where if one is hurting they're all hurting i, I was like this is this is horrible this is horrible but this, you know that sounds like a tuesday for a woman so <laughs> at, at, again <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that you was down bad, but I'm glad you back up. But this I'm, ain't I'm good. I'm, I'm better now. You know, I'm I'm on the final couple of days of the antibiotics, which nice. You know, antibiotics f them. Middle finger to the antibiotics because you know my birthday was a couple of days ago Tis on. True. Cinco de Mayo, aka Drinko de Mayo, but I couldn't drink nothing. I couldn't drink nothing because of the biotics. Mm. You know, I was like, I don't want to kill myself. You mm. know, I don't want to. You know, I don't know what happens if you mix antibiotics and alcohol. But I was like, we're not going to find out. We are not going to find. We're going to, you know, have another thirty. Sounds like years a good time. That's what it sounds. <laughs> I was like, we're not gonna do any YOLOs here. So you know, it, it was cool. It was it was a chill birthday. Now that we are past the birthday, because you know, I got I got to catch you guys up. It's been some time. You know, went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Hey, bro, got an ear infection. Cool. You're doing really good on your weight, but you could do better. You still got to unbig your back just mm. a little bit more." Mm. So I'm like. Okay, I appreciate you, doc. You know, black doctors, they they give it to you how it really is. They're yeah. like, yeah, 
they're like they're like family they're extended family like last time i saw you you wasn't this big what you doing you know so i'm like hey i appreciate you doc so now you know we've we've increased some things to you know okay. make sure we're doing better because i didn't want to be that brother who doesn't go to the doctor who strokes out so now i'm making it a point to go to the doctor regularly before every birthday nice so <clears throat> I'm meal planning now. Today is the first day of meal planning, Boogie. Today is the first day, and I already want to quit. You know why I want to quit? Because last night, I ended up washing all of these goddamn meal prep dishes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, this is enough to make me not want to meal prep ever again. I mean, that's your problem. That's that's your problem right there. You shouldn't be you you can't do everything in an, in the extreme. You washed all the all the Tupperware when you yeah. probably could have just washed four, four or five or two. See, do it two days at a time. Or I gotta or have my ten meals. You know, I gotta have you know my lunch, my dinner. Plus, you know, I'm like, yeah, we're busy, Boogie. We are busy podcasters slash comedians. Yeah. Sometimes I just be like, you know what? I just want to grab something, throw it in the microwave. Just grab it, throw it in the yeah. microwave. So now I'm going to complete the task. You know, sure. I'm just like, I got to wash all of these. And I, I know it won't be as bad because you know, when you get new dishes, you, you got to wash them in general. Yeah. You shouldn't just put your food in put them. You're really nasty. Yeah, you got the you film and the, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, we've accomplished the task. Next week, they're going in the dishwasher. <laughs> they are going in okay. the dishwasher. I do not care. So I'm just like, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. That, that's just what we're gonna do. So you know. All right. Well, well. Good luck. I wish you the best. Um, you got this as long as you want to do it. You could do it as long as you want to. So it is. It's not the part about not wanting to do it because I actually do want to. Because I'm I'm over fast food. I'm just like, ugh. This stuff is just. It's disgusting. I, you only eat it because it's convenient. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? This gives me a goal, something to keep working towards. I'm already working out every day, mm-hmm. so I might as well just eat better. I might yeah. as well just just throw the whole throw the whole mix in there. You know? Yeah, might as well. What else been going on with you, bugs? You done caught us up. It's been a minute since the peoples have seen you. What else you got? What else I got? Uh, n- nothing. Uh, that's it. I've been living my best life. That's what hey, it is. So you caught the the day ones up. You got a grinding of the gears, bugs? No, I don't have a grinding of the gears. I've been trying to be more mindful and peaceful, which intakes. Guess what? That allows me to free my <laughs> mind and disregard any of the BS or anything that irritates me. But I know you got to grind, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I. Uh, you know what really grinds my gears? I do have a grinding of the gears. I partially talked about some of that with you know the meal prepping because it just sucks. But you know, this was the grinding of the gears for last week. But you know, we missed. Um, I really hate when when niggas call other people niggas and they ain't niggas. Like I really hate that. And I know y'all niggas ain't gonna stop, but I really wish y'all would. When y'all be like, these niggas over here, I'm like, but they're not niggas. They are white people. They are Asians. They are Mexicans. Call them that. You know, call them what they are. Don't call everybody niggas. What's like, wrong stop. with that? What's wrong with that? They ain't niggas. But they, they are. Niggas. No, they're not. But they are. They're not. 
I, I feel like okay, but but they're using they're using that word differently. They're not calling them black. They're calling them nah. a term that we know. Oh, there are black people, and then there are niggas. No, no, no. See, I I get that part. I get, but but see, it's still the umbrella of blackness. Don't call a Mexican person a nigga. <sighs> they not that. Don't call a white person nigga. They not that. There's a lot of there's a lot of good names. I'm not gonna go through all the list of names. But if a white person pisses you off, you can call them those names outside of calling them nigga. Don't this bitch ass nigga over here. But they're not a nigga. Just black. This bitch ass cracker. This bitch ass whatever. Just okay. go through the list like that. Don't call them niggas. All right, you getting real to me? That's that's, a, that's very that's very specific. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I. Like, if you want to generalize, maybe they're using that word as the umbrella for everything. Like, this well, nigga over not. here need to give you my coffee. <laughs> this nigga right here playing around and just got me a ticket. Regardless of race, that's what they're just doing. They're using that as a generic, a generic name. Yeah, I just, I don't know. You're just maybe, like, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm just like, why can't we just call, hey, the white dude over here. Hey, the, the cop over here. Why I got to be like, these niggas over here. I'm like, but you not in the, And what's even crazier, though, is when you, when you call, I've, I've seen several videos, when people are like, these niggas over here, and they're looking at you like, but I'm, they can't say it, but they're like, but I'm not a nigger. Like, I'm not a nigger. Like, it's always just like, why? <laughs> why call them that? Like, it makes yeah. no sense. Right. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. That's just it, my brand. Yeah, I got you. I could. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Just just watch some of them videos when niggas are turning up, and it's just like white people want a rebuttal, and they're just like, well, okay, maybe he's not talking about me because he said the niggas. You know, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's a it's a, it's a it's a language. It's a so, you know semantic. Is this what are you saying? This is a this is a semantics. Is that what you're saying? This is a a debate of semantics. Is that is that what you're saying? I think so. This is just a preference of of very generic terms that people, you know, like what we're doing here. I'm saying people, folks, instead of folks, they they use it niggas. So let me ask you this question. <clears throat> So if said niggas who's not a nigga says, I'm not a nigga, do you as a nigga hit him or her? Is that well, I'm not gonna hit anybody. I'm gonna just say, hey, I'm gonna just say, hey, you can't say that word. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure so we still have to correct them though. It's just like if they're just but like, of course, hey, I'm not niggas. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I, 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 I okay. You know what? I like that. I like that. So you know what? I kind of, I kind of, you know what? Hear me out here. I kind of like where you're going with this. You just enlightened me. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to pull it back. I think I'm going to pull it back and say, you know what? I'm in agreement with niggas saying, with calling uh, people that aren't niggas niggas. As long as they get to have that banter, I hope that people are like, but I'm not niggas. And then bam, I hope it's just open for interpretation for niggas to decide then what they decide to do after that. I, I you know what? Let's retract that grinding of the gears. I'm yeah. happy. I got no grinding. Let's just retract it. I, I, yeah. Hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Boogie! Yes, Feels good to be able to do that again. Boogie! You know what time it is. I'm tipping my hat. Time to tip the hat to folks who are doing dope things in the communities. Who you got, Boogie? 
I'm tipping my hat to all of the WGA East, WGA West. Right now, there's a um, a strike right now for the writers. They are fighting for pennies on the dollar Best. to get their work paid for in all of the royalties that they deserve. I I respect the hustle. I Man. I would like to be in the WGA at some point myself. So they fighting for us and future writers that are wanting to join and what it all comes down to like, man, we need to spread the wealth. These companies, these networks right now are just trying to shut them out getting over and try to get all the money and squeeze them for what they're worth and we're not having it we're not staying with it we're not we're not going for it so i stand with you guys respect or what you guys are doing the strike is going to affect everybody because if if you don't notice it it, you probably won't notice it initially but then when you start to see that your favorite shows are just getting canceled (laughs) out of the blue you're gonna be like hey i wonder what happened well, a lot of the late night shows already went dark. Yeah, uh, they was postponed. It the View yep. or one of those shows, they went dark as well. Yeah. Um, from some of the writers that I've talked to, they're saying is this they going they got their heels dug in for a nice little minute. Yeah. Um, so hang tight and enjoy those reruns because you might not get anything new. Yep. Um, but not only is this going to affect uh it's affecting the writers, but who you think is gonna be the next group to strike? the actors oh, yeah. because if you know we ain't got no writings y'all can't perform any of what people wrote so oh, yeah. i mean it's crazy when you think that the money is controlled by eight people yeah and when you mention pennies it literally is pennies they're only asking for they're fighting for two percent i increase. think it's a two percent yeah small when you when you think about it in the grand scheme of things yeah so i'm definitely with you i'm standing with with all the writers um and just for all the people who are in positions like you and me, Boogie, who are trying to get into the guild, yeah. don't be a scab. Don't do it because you know they're going to be looking for content. <sighs> they're going to be looking for people to cross that picket line. We all joke and say, like, hey, if someone gave me an opportunity, I'm going to cross. Don't do it. Don't <sighs> do it because the opportunity is not going to be worth it whenever this is all resolved. Not at all. So. I know, I know <laughs> you got bills to pay. Go find another job because yeah. it's ain't it. <laughs> Just don't do it because I promise you, it won't, it won't, it won't end well. It Believe end me, well. we are all watching and everyone is seeing who is going out there. So if you want to cross that line, just know <laughs> you're gonna be in some trouble when it's all yeah, said and done. It won't end well whatsoever. Who you got for your tipping? I am tipping my hat to none other than uh, Bianca Belair, arguably uh, probably the greatest wrestler of all time, men's and women's. Um, She is the longest reigning women's champion in the modern era. A couple of quick facts for her. She's the longest uh, reigning black world champion in WWE history. God dang, them W's was tying your boy up. (laughs) She's the longest reigning man, the longest reigning raw women's champion and the longest women's champion in the modern era so shout out to her and all the wrestling fans yeah i i I don't i'm so glad we don't have to say raw anymore (laughs) because because i always felt weird about hearing that 
Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I'm like, hey, oh, wait, what we wait, doing? What's here? going on here? What we doing here? Should we be watching this? My mom is letting me watch this. Hey, whoa. You know what? Realistically, none of our parents will let us watch uh wrestling at all. Like no. if no. we are being 100 percent honest. No. My mom, yeah, my mom messed up. She knew she messed up with watching uh allowing us. Letting us watch uh, wrestling when my brother dislocated my other brother's <laughs> shoulder from doing the damn wrestling move. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think we should be doing this anymore." Man, talk about the 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 couch was the top turnbuckle, and you was jumping off the people's elbow. Little brothers and sisters everywhere took the the worst end yeah. of of all these finishing moves, yeah. like. <laughs> That was when I don't know if you remember this, but like that was when wrestling uh first came out and then yeah. all the kids was emulating. And then I guess like after <laughs> after this whole wave, you start to see these wrestling shows, they used to have those huge war- warning. These <laughs> are trained professional actors. Please don't do these stunts. <laughs> Man, kids was definitely like, yeah, okay. Fast forward past this warning. Bam, hit you with the rock bottom. Right. It was the amount of kids that got put in uh, after school detention from Man. doing the the yeah. X Pac and and, and yeah. drinking, cracking open lemonades and spitting yeah. them out like Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. they, they had a chokehold on us. Yeah, had a chokehold well, on us. Fun times, fun times, but uh, <laughs> definitely, I'm <definitely laughs> glad it's over with. <laughs> Uh, you know what you remember the first time out wrestling was so cool though because the storylines one you can't do them storylines no more who was the dude that the whole train this man was a a pimp and he came out and was like choo choo and it was nothing but hoes behind him and we was like yeah the whole train (laughs) like you couldn't do this stuff nowadays now it's like how many holes does he have on his train? No, 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 no. You're getting a fine, buddy. Right. Like, STIs. Can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got a uh, honorable mention here for the tipping of the hat. Um, this was dope because I've never seen this before because it's never happened. For the first time in uh, NFL history at the draft, the top 10 players picked were all brothers all right. i was i had so much joy i was like look at all this money but I, I called it out i was like dang that's a lot of brothers in there now that it was a bad thing we've just never seen it yeah. normally it's a couple wahites that get picked and there were some wahites that were in the room and they was looking at their phone like oh not yet not yet not yet nope not yet all these brothers was picked before you so, uh, i um i'm always weary about watching stuff like that uh I don't, I don't like when we have all these cameras in their faces while we see in real time whether or not they get picked or not like i yeah. understand this is this is all for entertainment but damn this is can this be personal <laughs> if somebody has something for for themselves it's only bad if you're sitting in there and you don't get picked like the one dude from kentucky that's yeah. when it's only bad but i i, I do agree because then it brings up the question is what's more important going to shake the commissioner's hand or having this moment with your family? Like wh- which one exactly. would you choose? Like if it was you, where are you going, Boogie? Are you going to draft night or are you? Hell no. 
I'm sitting my ass down. It, they gonna have the little camera with me when when it happens. But other than that, I'm gonna turn the damn camera off. It's so not if you're about, the number one draft pick, you're like, nah, I'm being at home. I'm That's sitting my butt at home. Yeah, you you know people respect uh, character. If you have yeah. strong character and integrity and conviction on what your morals are, they gonna respect it, but also find a way to get a camera in. That's cool. I I, I agree with that. I, I I like your stance there. But you know, you know me. If I'm a top five pick, even top ten, I'm gonna be there for draft night. You know why? Because I could have I could have this party with the fam, but I don't want to. You know why? Because all those guys you see, it's always like that extra cousin where I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Who just comes out of nowhere and managed to get on screen like we yeah. did it, cuz we did it. I don't want that. If I'm at the draft, I know it's only yeah. the immediate fam. And I was like, hey, hey, the money train stops here. Get out of here. Move, move. I'm blocking. No money for none of y'all. Well, no. that's why you got to be very selective of who you invite in the house. At this point, I already have security. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you got a list at the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. It's, it's done with. It's done. I like for. your style. You so using some of that, that pre-draft role. money. He's like, all right, let's get some security here at the house. I mean, at this point, yeah, people gonna be hitting my phone up anyway, so I'm gonna change my phone anyway. Oh, the phone number. The phone number gets changed when I announce I'm going to the draft. That Absolutely. that's already already changed for the immediate relatives that I know. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know you. I don't because you know everyone has new cousins that randomly pop up when you're in your adult life. Yeah. No new cousins. If you was not at grandma's house, you can't be at the draft party. That's just the way that is. Like, I don't know you. Get out of here. <sighs> but shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to all the brothers that are just coming into all this money. Uh remember that uh always rubber up, strap up, and um get a prenup. Get a prenup. Man. <laughs> Rubber up, get a prenup, and huh, what what else can we do? I'm I'm sure there's other things that we could say that these brothers already know, but they're not gonna listen to us. So. Blow your first check, but keep the other ones. That's it. I was gonna say stay away from some of the, from some particular ladies, but I, I will just be like, nah, you know, they they, nah. know. they, no. they know. Enjoy, blow your first check, understand it, get that get that first high off. But other than that. So do you okay? Which check do you blow first? Do you do you take care of your mama and get her the house and the car off the first check first, or do you blow the first check on you? How does that first check work? Great question. Great question. What well, does Boogie do? To to me, because because I'm such an analytical person and I'm a Capricorn, I'm a very okay. grounded person. Okay. Uh, I first like to see what my check's gonna look. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm usually. <laughs> I'm usually in the portal beforehand trying to see how much taxes and and how much so my take home is going to be right. how much no. <laughs> all right now I can break you off I don't clear right. this right that's me all day man. I'm trying to see how much oh. my I'm trying to see how much my agent's getting from me how much Uncle Sam's taking from me that's just how I roll that's just exactly how I roll and then from there you always got to pay yourself. Yep, you always yep, got to yep. make sure you pay the house. Pay right, the yep, house. Yep. Pay yourself first. And then from there, I break it up. I'm going to let my mom know, hey, mom, 
because now at this point, I I have to. I'm visualizing. Okay, my mom ain't got anything right. she won't. Okay, I'm gonna tell my mom. Hey, ma, uh, I just want to let you know. Yes, I'm gonna have a lot of money, <laughs> but I am not rich right now. I am oh, not rich. That standard. <laughs> <laughs> I am not rich right now. Rich is the goal. <laughs> rich is the goal maybe one day we are getting to that point but i am not rich right now i am still a rookie in the league <laughs> and then i'm gonna send out a whole bunch of articles oh <laughs> oh you you letting her know that this is this is the medium income for rookies man this is the medium and this is how long my career can last on average <laughs> if i do well that is I'm just okay. saying you have to prepare you, you what do. I'm because because people only see what they see, the generals, the generalities. Yep. They That's they true. see the big they see the big stars, they see they making all this money, but they don't see the little people, the people that are actually in the league doing the <laughs> doing the work and seeing Minimal. how much money it actually takes. So you gotta clue them in. I'm all about education. They they you I feel like my parents. Uh, or my family, my immediate family, they're going to be like, we rich cuz? I'm like, we no. <laughs> are not rich. There's no I and we. <laughs> right. I had a I had a village. I had a team that helped me get to this point. And I'm also sharing with my team and village that I am not rich yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is need to know information. Y'all need to know that I am not rich. So are you giving uh, are you giving mom a lump sum or is it just I'm like get her a little bit i'm gonna get her a little bit but i ain't gonna be like mom i can retire you nah <laughs> you still gotta work for a couple more years yeah but she ain't got no mortgage you know all right i'm gonna pay the steps. rest of them yeah i'm gonna do things i'm gonna do things in steps that's how you do this that's how you keep your money really you smart because you be like some of these players and you blow it all at once i got you a house got you a house got you a car and then you ain't got no money left and asked out you you, you going to mc see? hammer route not on my watch. Yeah, I think I'm he's not a hiring nobody. <laughs> I, I'm not hiring nobody. Not hiring none of y'all niggas. <laughs> what? You want to be my what? I've already had people ask me, "Can I be your security guard?" I was like, "You don't secure people now, so right. how are you going to secure me?" <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that helped you out. I'm the one that blocked your man's from you. <laughs> I'm helping you secure a job, but you're not securing me. Like, get out of here! Like, that, no. that ain't the work. That, you got to put the work in. So it all takes work, and you, those conversations need to happen before the draft, anyway. So, yeah, it's like here's the conversation. Ain't none of y'all getting nothing. You're getting what you got before I was drafted. Nothing, and we we all good. All good. Yeah. Anyways, Boogie, we got some bills to pay. Let's get to this ad, and we will be right back. Yes. Hey, what's going on guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection and the one that I get the most compliments on has gotta be my black watch. I gotta tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, 
definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black owned. You know you want to support a black owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night, WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. Alright, first up for news you can or can't use. Topic number one. Debrat and her wife, Jessica Judy, uh depart, selected a white sperm donor for the IVF because there was only one black donor and he was unattractive. Dude looked like Jiminy Cricket. That headline is wild. Um, says so to be clear for all those who are not aware of the many things that we weren't aware of, here it is. Black men make up less than 5% of the donation pool. Furthermore, with genetic testing and the inputting my stats in all the crypto banks, it went from thousands to 300 and only one was black. And he was unfortunately... It wasn't a perfect match, so we actually waited a few weeks to see if the pool increased, but unfortunately, with the time frame, we had to choose within six to eight weeks. There was no more black donors that fit within the perfect fit for my genetic testing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully, with the headline, people are running with will educate more people that there's a huge gap in the sperm pool. Everyone have a great rest of the day. What say you, Boogie? How you feeling about uh, Debrat and her wife getting the Oahite uh, when it comes to the sperm donor? I sentence you to 4,000 lashes for conduct unbecoming a black man. Or a black woman. How you feel? Do you do you feel the same way that uh, she should have said that from jump? Okay, <laughs> clickbait is clickbait. You knew what you was doing when you said dude look like Jiminy Cricket. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. Come <laughs> on, bro. You could have just came out with that educational uh, <laughs> statement from jump. But no, you wanted people to talk, so you said dude look like Jiminy Cricket. If you was going to pick a black uh, donor then let it be it. You didn't even have to say that you you didn't have to share with us that you um, selected a white donor. It was going to come out regardless. When we saw the child and we realized <laughs> that this child looks quite, quite, quite bright. But quite at the same time, these are these are these are lighter uh, f- skinned women. Um, so there's a chance that, you know, they were, the baby was going to be light regardless. But the whole point is if you was going to share that information with us, you should have just shared the facts. The facts is we went through all of these donors, the qualifications, blah, blah, blah. And we came down to X amount of white donors and one black donor. And unfortunately the black donor didn't cut make the cut so we picked, <laughs> we chose the white donor what was so hard about that because she was trying to be funny that's why she was trying to be funny and people yeah, came out was. 
she was trying to be funny and people came out was like uh my <laughs> man this ain't what we were looking for this ain't it <laughs> hey bro come on now dog come on man like that it just here's the thing they're not wrong in the sense of the numbers for for black male donors they are extremely low they are a lot of brothers they're just not we're not doing that we're just not giving up the donation in the sperm banks we're not yeah. you got a better chance of just getting a brother off the street to donate right. to your cause that way than you do um going to a sperm bank so she's not wrong in there the part where she's wrong is where she called buddy jimmy cricket because you're out here making it seem like that the white donor or it's a white donor in general looks that much better than a black person and i understand looks are important that's fine you want to have a good looking ch- i i get that you could have just left that part out you didn't have to be you look like jiminy cricket uh, that yeah. that was a shot at you just trying to be funny just trying to be funny a terrible a, a terrible attempt at, at trying to be funny but these are the people who always talk about we're pro-black we're not anti-black what you just said was literally you, you can make a case point for you being anti-black what you said buddy look like jiminy cricket that, that was a case a case point in there because if, if we really want to be what do you think y'all look like neither one of y'all are a prize of yourselves either if we're going here based on looks so let's let's not sit up here and talk whoa, about whoa, whoa, whoa. don't do don't do the brat like that do not do the brat i'm like not that. I'm, but, but i'm not but listen to what i'm saying though listen to what i'm saying yeah. there are people who could say the same thing about how the brat looks and about how judy judy's cute i'm not gonna say that but there's, there are people who can say the same thing about either one of them Sure. And you out here saying this about about brother. We don't know what brother looks like. So let's not sit up here and act like y'all are just the picture perfect of beauty here because people can literally talk about y'all too. It just okay. makes no sense. But they also, I've heard the brat on numerous occasions on the radio talk about supporting black, buy black, we black this, black family units. And then you go out here and you're not creating a black family unit. It's very contradictory, and everyone contradicts themselves. We all do it, but it's just like, don't get on your platform and talk about black this and black that when you do the exact opposite of it. Because you're rich, <clears throat> although you, although uh, I know the numbers are low there, you can find people who are wealthy just like yourselves who might want to accommodate you, might want to help you out. Maybe they don't want a child, but they might say, "Hey, I, was I, say, will, I will donate." Gotta- Tristan, <laughs> Nick whole, there's a lot of people. Right. Yeah, no, Out no, here. but but you also, I, I, again, I understand what they were doing. They were trying to you, you do those testings, uh, to ensure that there are no diseases, no autoimmune, uh, problems, no, you know, uh there's a long list now that we have technology where you can test those things out to ensure that your child will be the healthiest um, as possible. Um, But damn, you did not have to disclose or share with us that (laughs) unnecessary information, because guess what? Once you start to overshare, once you start to overshare a lot of things that you, that you think we care about, you start to put your foot in your mouth, and and that's that's, that's generally what just happened. <laughs> and it's just 
I don't know. Like I said, when you and I, I get the numbers, so I'm not saying that they're not wrong in that aspect. But it's like, yo, you have means. Y'all are millionaires. Literally, yeah. they have people who I'm. I'm. I, you, I get it. Where it's like, well, you shouldn't buy a baby, but you're essentially you're going to you're buying a baby. That's essentially mm-hmm. what you're doing. You're creating what you want. You cannot. So I, I've, I just refuse to believe it. There's no one in your wealthy circle that was like, you know what? We can help you out here. And maybe you don't want to go to that person because I know it's, it's yeah, kind of. I was going to say, that's a little, that's that's tough. I understand why they decided yeah, it's to hard go with there. a donor because w- when you ask someone in your circle to be the father of your child, then it takes on responsibility. And then uh, on, yeah, I get why on, that, on that friend or that person, and then you have to put in contracts and, and say, yeah. hey, this is not your child, but this is you, this is your DNA. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are a lot of stipulations where just going to, through a donor is so much easier, which I think that's probably what the route that they were going for, but you you yeah, have to Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of information that we don't know about this way of procreating that I think would have been a little bit more beneficial for them to just share their process versus just yeah. going that route that she she went so it just seems like we're rich people have access and means to tons yeah. of things that we don't yeah. have access to yeah. for y'all to be millionaires like that that pool of i just feel like you could there's someone out uh, there's a donor out there that you could be like hey that's a black guy come on now even if it's like a brother, because they do it often for people who are in college where you hear about women that ask young, like women on college campuses to the surrogate or care because they're young and they break yeah. them off to pay for their college. You're not telling me you can't find some young brother who's a struggling college student, pay off his 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 tuition mm-hmm. and give you the sample like that. Like, come but on. That's hard. That's hard. That's a that's that's a hard search. I'm not saying it's not. I mean, I, I, I get it's all difficult. I just feel like there's a cop out with certain people who get out here and it's black, 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 and you go and get a white donor. I just feel like, come on, bro. I don't know. It's just weird to me. And a lot of people was calling them out as well. If you want a white baby, just say that. You want a white yeah, baby, just say that. I know. So it, it just it looks that way. I would rather it just be like just don't get up here and be preaching the pro-black stuff to people and getting them to buy in and you go and do the opposite. Just don't just don't be up here. Just be like, yeah, just don't say nothing. I'd really just do that because now it's yeah, it real goofy. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be in the wrong. I, I'd be interested to know what other people's think, uh, our listeners think. Uh, definitely, you know, put a comment down after this this pod this episode airs um let us know what you think should that should she have said anything should she have just or or maybe she should have just disclosed it in a different way we i I think everyone can agree the whole jiminy cricket in itself should have just been redacted yeah you 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 shouldn't have said that in the first place i think i think everybody was like these are the words you want to say this is what you want to say okay I would have rather her say it looks like Flavor Flav than goddamn cricket. <laughs> I'd have been like, okay, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't go with that, brother. But I, I honestly, I really, I want to know what does this guy look like. I want to know what does he look like. Does but he, they can't disclose that. I know, but I, I just, I really want to know. 
Jiminy Cricket. No one has used Jiminy Cricket in a very long time yeah, to that's insult a, someone. So it's just yeah, kind of like that's an old school uh, one right there. Uh, age on that one. <laughs> but also at the same time, we have to remember they have money, so these problems are just first world problems. So. We, Which is furthermore why you should be able to find a black donor. Hey, my man. And they live in Atlanta. They live in Atlanta. How many niggas in Atlanta can you get? It's tons of niggas in Atlanta. Yeah, tons but it's, a of ton niggas of, in it's Atlanta. a ton of. It's a ton of. But it's a look ton. at them. Look at them. I know. <laughs> That's what. Look at them. That's all I'm saying. It's just. It, that shouldn't even matter. That should not even. If you're looking for a black donor, straight gay that should not even matter in atlanta there's a plethora of brothers i mean I'm, look you go from the water boys you might not want them you get the corner boys you might not want them and you can just keep working your way the scammers there's tons there's tons of brothers in the diaspora in atlanta tons <sighs> well there's something clearly that tons. we're missing out that they're missing out so <laughs> they chose this route so let them live uh I was gonna say I wonder who the baby's gonna look like, but obviously not the brat. So, you know, why it's not gonna look like the brat? Cause it's not the brats. That's not how is that? Is that what I'm not? That's not her egg. No, that's Judy's egg. Brat is the surrogate. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this. <laughs> Wait a minute, you you just now finding this out? Yes. Are you serious? Breaking news. Oh, I didn't know that. But also, I'm not following. Yes. I'm not going on the news. Like, let me see what's going on. <laughs> yes, the brat is the surrogate. It is Judy's oh. egg. <laughs> so oh, okay, it's... okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've, I we I, that's why I said we know the baby's not gonna look like. Oh man, I just wish you could go back and see the the look on your face when you found out. Just like the wheels, which I could see the wheels spinning. You was just like, wait a minute, <laughs> go back. Let's let's do, do the one plus one equals two again here. How did this oh, happen? Oh God. Okay. I mean, good for them. Congratulations. You know. Regardless of the fact, congratulations. Um, I hope for the best. Let's see what happens. Because we're we're not gonna hear the end of this. So we'll no, see. we're we're not. For even when this baby comes out, we're not gonna hear uh the yeah. end of this. But hey, you know, successful birthing and yeah. happy, happy and healthy uh baby. Just don't be calling people Jiminy Cricket no more. Just don't be That's calling it. people That's crickets no That's more. That's it. That's it. You know, especially brothers. Like, come on. You can't be doing that. Yeah. Anyways, Bugs, let's get to this uh, next ad and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, 
rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E. N-I-T-E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that. Okay. Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night. Okay. L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E, support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two is a doozy. Bus gate. <laughs> Man, this is what folks have been talking about uh, for quite some time. Ebony K. Williams admitted she would never date a bus driver unless he owned the bus. Us, her and Ayala Van Zet had a little tizzy. Boogie, do we do we got the clip? We got the clip. Let me roll it. Roll that Let me roll footage. I know that you said that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayala, to how women need to uh I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build, when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not <laughs> positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? <laughs> you. Would you date if he owns the bus. If he owns no. it, if he owns the bus, See, that's a problem. It. That's a problem. That's a problem okay. because the standard <laughs> she said, and recklessness. Right. <laughs> and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who she wasn't really listening here. Who was going and one who they are in this society? I would date a bus driver if he was if he loved driving the bus. If he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, yeah, she's done. If he treated me well. You see that smirk, Foreman? <laughs> she's so done right there. She's like, I'm gonna let you land, <laughs> but I'm about to not listen to any of this <sighs> thoughts. Um, I think I'll let you go first. Um, my thoughts are, I don't think she's wrong with a preference everyone has their preference tall short skinny fat whatever we yeah. all have what we like yeah um whether or not you're gonna get what you like that's that's up in the air sure um, some people do some people don't some people get you know mixtures of that there's nothing wrong with wanting what you want where she messed up at was the double down mm. of her calling people mediocre mm. um because of a, a job that she feels is a mediocre job mm. she messed up when she was attacking the c and d students mm. um that, that's where it really went off the rails i'm i'm okay with you having 
your personal preferences. You just have to know that no matter what your preferences are, you may not get that. And having those standards or preferences may still keep you from getting what you want. That's just. Yeah. Uh, I hate this conversation in general. I hate the fact that this blew up. <laughs> and this is this is what our community is talking about right now. Like, we got to do better. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we we got to do better. Iyanla talking about would you date a bus driver? Who cares? If like I, I agree with you. Ebony has preferences. If she if he owns the bus, uh, Ebony put her foot in her mouth by doubling several down times. <laughs> several times, even when she went on Breakfast Club to try and Man. clarify that. I didn't hear or understand not a word she was saying. She was just talking at this point. To me, to me, I just feel like you have a preference. If if that preference is, is not met, then you will not date that person. <laughs> exactly. That is it. This has nothing to do with the level, what job it is. Tell you the truth, I could care less. Do you have a job? Are you paying your bills? <laughs> All right. That's most of us. Most of us are of that inkling. Oh, okay, you're a responsible adult. You can maintain these. We can figure everything else out. That's she, that's where most yeah. of us are at. This whole bare minimum mediocrity. Listen, you can do basic ass jobs and still be a phenomenal person. Literally. You can do basic ass jobs and still be successful. In your right, you can just get make sure that the, your basic needs are met and still be able to be said entrepreneur. Now she, Ebony went on Breakfast Club, up. yeah. Ebony went on and said, "Well, well, Ianla didn't preface it by saying the bus driver had X Y Z businesses or whatnot. No, doesn't have to. No, <laughs> no, she didn't. You're right. No, she didn't. But at the same time, who?" gives a fuck <laughs> he has a job he's he he decided to to uh to initiate a conversation with you i think that who cares if the person has a job and he wants to he's interested in you then you have to Literally. go and and find out if the qualities outside of the employment works <laughs> with you is that is it worth my time to that see what you bring to the quote-unquote table god um <clears throat> i agree with you but here's here's some of the things where i wish that ayanla want to she should i kind of wish she would have prefaced it differently because she's never going to be in the arena to meet a bus driver that is probably never going to happen for her this ain't a goddamn tyler perry movie boris kojo is right. not pulling up at the bus stop just being right. nice to you it's right. not gonna happen so i get I, I get that people oftentimes you are going to date closer to your proximity it happens yes. all the time yeah yes it does happen where sometimes you're outside of that proxy. You just meet someone at a, an event or something. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. That can happen too. We know that happens. So I'm not, that's why I said I can't be upset with her preference because if you, if I'm constantly around media personalities or like us, for instance, we're always around comics and other creatives. So more than likely you are going to date someone in that creative field 
Yeah, unless... Never doing again, by never <laughs> never doing that again. But yes, 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 I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, I definitely don't uh, eat where you shit. You know, I can't. Yeah, never doing that again. But continue. Yes. But that's usually how that happens. So I I, I agree. But to think that okay, if I met this bus driver and he tells me I'm a bus driver, she's automatically discounting him yeah. for anything. You're not waiting to see, yeah. like she was saying, is he of good character? It Does this person love his mama? Does this person beat up puppies? These are things you're not even trying to figure out. You're not trying to even find that out because you're automatically turned off by the fact that he is the bus driver not knowing it. how do you know brother he could be a, a, a trained violinist he just drives a bus yeah because that's just where he benefits on a job at yeah you know who cares <laughs> I, I i dated a a, a train conductor he has uh, good ass benefits too didn't he? yeah and and, and uh, you know and then it was a, it was a sign for me to never do that again because i ride the train <laughs> i don't need to see this man on the train because he made he was just adamant he was smooth he was he was a good looking dude he had his little uniform okay i know he's about his business but listen if it it if you don't like the person themselves then that's going it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a turnoff i don't care what job you do do you have a yeah, job exactly. are you paying your bills okay well then guess what we can talk some of these things, because it's, and again, your standards, what your standards are, but then I gotta, I gotta ask some questions because I'm like, you're constantly in these arenas with these wealthy men. Why don't mm -hmm. you have someone? Why has, not that you have to have anyone because you don't yeah. have to have anyone, yeah. but we know this is a person who wants to date and who's actively looking. So you are in these places with mm -hmm. these millionaire brothers. Why are none of them talking to you? Mm. Well, her fiance was white. That's yeah. also I have an issue with that too because yet again with her book is bet on black you were not with a black person you were talking about being intelligently sound and trying to build up the black race on the breakfast club she talked about that repeatedly but you were with a white man or you were with a white man you you just did you make no sense <sighs> I think we all should just I especially Ebony take take the time to really write down your needs and wants <laughs> and 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 take and take down to write down what's currently happening right now with your needs and wants and see if it if it aligns if if your preference should be adjusted or if if your needs should be adjusted not to say that you shouldn't have standards because yeah, that, that's completely different. That's completely different than what we're saying. You should definitely have standards on on a individual, on a partner that you want as far as morals and integrity and stuff like that. But I'm talking about standards when it comes, I'm talking about preferences when it comes to individual, individual uh, uh, requirements that you need in order for that person to approach you. You know, I, I agree with that. And I have I've learned because I've, I've had this conversation a lot before we even talk about the pod. I've learned you sh obviously you shouldn't tell people change a standard. Look, you I don't I, your standards are your standards. This is what you yeah. like. Yeah, this is your yeah, preference. Yeah. I just want people to know, like live in reality. Just know that the higher the more shit you have on that list, the more difficult it is going to be to find some. And no one I'm not ever saying settle. 
don't do that. But it's like people were saying for some of the guys she's looking for, you're literally pricing yourself out yeah. of that because some of those guys are just not available. Yeah. And I don't say they're not good guys because she made the, 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 the comment that you're comfortable with a mediocre job. Most of us have mediocre jobs out here. Yeah. No one, out, if you're not like a doctor you know, saving people's lives, your job is mediocre. And there's nothing Sorry wrong to tell with you. Yeah. There's Sorry nothing wrong with you having a mediocre job because it allows you to take care of your family. It's keeping a roof over your head, food in your refrigerator, it allows you to go on vacation, it allows you to do what you want to do. So there's yeah. nothing wrong with having a mediocre job. For her though, I, I just want to know because she you gotta you gotta make a certain amount of money. If he's making five hundred thousand dollars but drives a bus let's say the bus is just he went to college because as people were saying there's a lot of people with degrees who yeah. drive buses you yeah. just couldn't find a job in your career field when you graduated yeah. so i gotta have something so i'm taking the job that gives me benefits and everything so if i'm this guy i have a mediocre job but let's say i'm doing other things outside of the mediocrity do you think she would be okay with being like you know what i like this guy or she even give him a chance no uh because we are so stuck that our community are we're so stuck on this excellence exceptional uh, always exceptional uh <laughs> mainframe in our head stuck in our head where are sunday's best don't don't be nothing less than exceptional this facade of wholesome I, yeah I, yeah I, I i can't i can't deal with it i can't it's i don't and people are gonna probably eat me up for this like i don't see what's wrong if even if you are okay with being mediocre what is wrong with that if this person is happy and if this is if this person is not bothering anyone and they are cool why do you care that they are okay with mediocrity and the other part of that is i know for a fact when she wakes up in the morning and steps foot out the bed you do not start your day out with just greatness from the moment you hit the floor you're not just brushing my teeth with excellence you're not drinking my coffee with excellence you're not doing that and you're not just leaving your your fancy job and then continuing to do something even more fancy when you get done doing when lebron james gets done i'm sure scoring 40 points i'm sure he goes and does something very mediocre i'm having a regular glass of wine i'm just chilling or something no one is just constantly at the top all the goddamn time it's just irritating it's exhausting and also why can't we just be why why exactly. why do why is there always <laughs> well you have to be on the throne I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> oh, okay, right. But breathe and stay alive and die. <laughs> I ain't got to do shit, but stay black and die. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'm just, I don't know, man. And I, it was yeah. a dumpster fire on the breakfast club. And they were trying to help her. Every person on the, on the panel was trying to be like, hey, you're not wrong in your preference. You're wrong with the double down. And she just was like, I'm standing guys mediocre and those down. <laughs> Listen. Black excellence. I, yeah, I, I I feel like this conversation will always continue because we we feel like we have to act a certain way once you get to 
your accomplishments or or you've done stuff that a lot of people haven't accomplished uh gotten yet you all have to remember all of this shit is made up right (laughs) (laughs) and and these are all the standards that are put upon us from a broken ass system so you're basing everything off of something that old ass white men most of the time told you that this is the standard of higher excellence so getting closer to whiteness is what you're what you're uh trying to achieve pretty much that's that's exactly what she's saying what was funny though <laughs> she on her double down she she accused uh accused of, of white this is no more than white supremacy of trying to come at the sister for her preferences and i was like don't use white supremacy for this because this is <sighs> definitely not white supremacy has done a lot but this is not one uh. that we can blame them for <laughs> you being a trash person saying people are mediocre and they must have got c's and d's that's why they drive a bus that that is what's getting you in trouble that is that's what it is that's what it is yeah but once again no, she's, i ain't buying your she, goddamn book neither yeah i was gonna say once again she'll be fine she's a lawyer at that she's a practicing <laughs> lawyer she has a podcast let her live her life she She'll understand at one point. <laughs> I don't think she time. will. Okay. I think she's. I think she's a person that's so stuck in her ways because when you have five people in the same room who agree to it to an extent, but then they're like, "This is where you messed up," and they're trying to hold you accountable in a soft way, and you're turning up on them. It, you 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 don't want to listen. You. It was a shouting match on the Breakfast Club. It was just like. I'm here and you go and like for these if these for, for y'all to all be like we're all friends that was not a friendly conversation that was a shouting match <sighs> it's just like okay and if I am if I am a wealthy man who saw that interview and let's say I'm not a wealthy man who shares in the same thought process that you think of why would I want to date you why would I see this beautiful intelligent woman here and you are downing um a certain portion of society why would i ever want to align with you and be like you know what i want to you know get to know you that much more after you just caught all these people media i don't want anything to do with you mm. you're a trash person why would any, why would any of these guys want to talk to you good luck <laughs> oh man it's just like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> she checked her mentions. That's how she felt. <laughs> she thought the double down was gonna help her. I was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> I hope you sold a lot of books because you probably won't be selling anymore. <laughs> God dog. Anyways, boogie. You know what time it is? Cause these niggas is tripping. I'm in stripper. Who you got? Ebony K. She could have no. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of cooking, let's my uh, young niggas is tripping. Has got to go to not only Dylan Brooks but to the Memphis Grizzlies themselves, the whole organization. Yeah. Uh, first of all, for those that are listening, I have a image, couple images up. Um, one of the images is a tweet uh, from Happy Lakers fan that says uh, that has a quote from Dylan Brooks that says, I don't respect no one till they give me 40. This is, quote, 
Dylan Brooks. Uh, guess what? That last game, if you didn't greatest recall, quote of all time, if you didn't, if you didn't watch the game, Lakers before uh, before they're actually playing the Golden State right now, Lakers beat the Grizzlies one twenty five to eighty five. Equal. How many points is that? That's forty points. Lakers won, <laughs> beat the whole damn team. By 40 points. Not just not just <laughs> LeBron, but the whole damn oh. team. So um that that goes that. But also after Memphis Grizzlies were eliminated from the playoffs, uh sources have came came out to say that the Memphis Grizzlies have informed pending free agent Dylan Brooks that he will not be brought back under any circumstances. These are from the league sources. Now Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. We already had multiple issues going in. We had stories going in from your man's jaw. But because this man, (laughs) Dylan Brooks, was shit-talking his butt off, Memphis Grizzlies thought it was very important for everyone to know that at no point, under no circumstances... Dylan Brooks will be brought back. Come on, y'all. This is petty at his finest, and that was very unnecessary. You know what? I don't think we've, as long as I've been watching sports, I don't think I've ever seen a team be like, under no circumstances will we not be bringing a player back. I've never seen that. Even when Antonio Brown went through all his mess, they were not like under no circumstances. It was like, you know what? We might leave the door cracked. Maybe we'll let him in. Now they're just like, Dylan Brooks, under no circumstances. Um, He deserves the y'all niggas is tripping. Um, for him, this is more so I think what people need to understand because they're running with this narrative that you can't talk shit to LeBron or you get cancer, you get out of the league. That's not why the Memphis Grizzlies said no, under no circumstances, he can't come back. I'm sure that is a small percentage of, of why, because again, you can't poke the bear and then he dropped 40 on you. Uh, well, the team drops 40 on you, and then they drop, I think he had, what, 20, 20 points, 20 rebounds in one game? So that was him still dropping 40 on you. So I'm like, you can't say stuff like that. But let's be clear here. They wanted to negotiate with him, from what I read, on three separate occasions, and he turned them down all three times during the contract negotiations. I don't care who you are. No organization is going to bring you back after they've wanted to negotiate to actually bring you back for the third time and you lost and you was talking big. That's not ever going to happen. Never going to happen. Now this narrative of he's done in the league. Stop, stop being stupid. Y'all don't watch basketball. He's not going to be done. Mm. Someone's going to sign him. He's actually a pretty, he's a decent player. He's that enforcer dude. Mm-hmm. He'll get you like 13 off the bench or whatever. He gets people riled up. The problem is if you're going to be a rah-rah enforcer guy, you got to back it up. You got to back it up. Draymond Green talks a lot of shit. He backs it up. Those are some key differences between being that rah-rah enforcer guy. You just got to back it up. So wherever he lands, hopefully not my Detroit Pistons, wherever he lands at, hopefully he just goes in and does his job and he's just fucked up. That's all he's got to do. That's all he's got to do. You know, that's it. But outside of that. Uh, who you got for your niggas is tripping? Um, my niggas is tripping is going to a lot of people who have been on flights cutting up lately. Boogie, you and I, you know, we both just got off some some flights on the vacation. 
And on, you know, my first flight to Mexico, there was a lot of babies on there. Mm. And the babies, you know, babies do what babies do. Babies cried. So a lot of people, you know, they were getting up, you know, they were, you know, soothing their baby, you know, mm-hmm. no, no issues with that. You know, we had the, the video of the guy who was going crazy because the baby was crying. It's like, come on, bro. It's a baby. Then, you know, we're funny. seeing... I'm not gonna lie, it was hilarious. Did that motherfucker pay to yell? It's like, bro, <laughs> it's it's like how you know you know he was mad. You are yelling, yeah, he is too. You know, niggas is irritated and they're not logically thinking when they just start yelling. The baby's yelling too. It's like, bro, he's a baby, but we're starting to see more videos of. Of people acting up at thirty thousand feet, and it's, it's literally a bus. This is a yeah, sky bro. bus. Why are y'all acting up on the plane? It's like you don't want to act up. It's, I don't get it. You don't act up on the ground, but you want to act up in the air. What is it with this? I saw a video of two ladies playing their music loud as hell on the speakers, and then you can clearly see it was irritating people. It was two ladies that had their heads down, and these women are flipping them off just antagonize them it's like why are y'all cutting up on these airplanes stop doing this stuff just cut it out y'all gonna make it to where nobody can fly just mm-hmm. stop if you want to act up just take an uber you want to act up take the amtrak take the butt there's many just stop doing this in the sky stop it cut it out too many fight videos in the, why i want to fight on the plane stop I just I don't understand it. And where are the sky marshals at? Remember when they had sky marshals? Where are these goddamn marshals at? Because there shouldn't be any. You know what? Don't even have them in plain clothes anymore. Just have a fucking cop on the goddamn plane with a machine gun. As soon as you walk on, when the the stewardess was like, "Hey, how you doing?" It's also a dude with a machine gun right behind <laughs> him. Like, try it. <laughs> like that's all you need and no one will act up ever again the only thing that happen on these planes is just a baby crying homie like that motherfucker let machine gun man come up look bro you got one more time i'm a pistol whip you. that's all it should be they should start threatening people machine if you gun marshal if you act up on this plane we will deploy the agent who will pistol whip you that's what it should be. If you just start threatening people with being pistol whipped at 30,000 feet in the sky, they will cut all this. They'll cut the shenanigans out. They will cut it out. Hmm. This is also why I'm not in charge of the flights or the stewardess association. <laughs> I would be the president like, oh, this just came in. This just passed. You can now pistol whip the patrons. So go have fun. <laughs> but cut it out. Cut it out, y'all. That's my y'all niggas tripping. <laughs> uh, let's get to the final ad. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you're super chill. You know, you're super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. 
They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21 chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21 chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. You know, uh, Boogie, I like Henny, but not as much as uh, this gentleman. Uh, so the man was arrested after stealing nearly $400 in Hennessy liqueur from a Walmart <laughs> in Dearborn. Officers responded to the store after receiving a call from loss prevention regarding the theft. So the suspect fled from the store and attempted to hide in nearby bushes. He was later charged. <laughs> How did he carry four hundred dollars worth of Hennessy? What's that? Ten bottles? Uh, yeah, depending on what kind you buy. Are we buying like the, it's not the regular Hennessy? I, I'm trying to figure out: was he buying regular Henny? Was he buying Henny Black? Was it the VSOP? Was it just like a collection of Hennies? He was just like, let me just grab, you know, like I, I just this couldn't have been a handcart, you know. Maybe he was pushing. Nah, I'm trying to figure yeah. this out. Did he just grab? Did he see like, oh, you know what? They got it boxed up on the top shelf. Let me just grab the case. You know, smart, smart. I, I'm really, and also Henny is not that good. Like it's good, but it's not that good. So, first of all, stop, for, stop, stop it. Stop <laughs> lying to the folks. Stop lying to the people. Hennessy is terrible. Uh. <laughs> I do not like Hennessy. Hennessy will no longer be uh, in my repertoire. It will, it will not be in my bar. I don't want to see it. I don't know why y'all keep drinking it. Uh, it is nothing but gasolina. It keeps you grounded. You it yeah. keeps you grounded. Yeah, it, it grounded you... all right. It keeps you floored. <laughs> it lets you know where you came from. It's like, look, <laughs> you can't never forget where you come from. That's what Henny is. Every so often, you just got to take it back to, you got to drink some 211. So Wild Irish Rose, you gotta just Ugh. take it back, go get some Mad Dog, and just be like, "This is where we come from." The struggle. Hennessy, Hennessy is not even a black a company. You guys uh. are profiting. <laughs> you guys are giving these these others uh, profits. Do you okay? know why, Boogie? Do you know why? Why? Because during World War, I think it was one or two, uh, they were over in France and they were not allowing black soldiers to go in. Uh, to the white pubs, bars, white establishments. They weren't letting them go in there. Um, but the makers of Hennessy, um, they allowed them into you know their bars and pubs, and that kind of became the drink of the brothers. So when they came <sighs> back after the war, it was like, Hennessy, that's all we drinking. And it's been passed down from generation to generation of Henny drinkers, and here we are. 
<laughs> Boy, it it does it never amazes me. <laughs> the reason why we do certain things, it always comes down to the traditions. To the racism. <laughs> this, this boy, I tell you, if you don't believe uh, that racism is flowing everywhere, <laughs> these this is a here it is right here. Here yeah. it is right here. Here's your proof. It's the funniest. It's the funniest thing ever. Just imagine if they would have just let us drink the liquor we wanted to drink. Hennessy would not be out here just being like the number one drink in the hood. So those people being racist actually helped Hennessy, and they helped us in a roundabout way. Oh God, I just, I just hope your man's at least got a little taste before he got arrested. I hope I hope he got a taste, but I also hope that he passed some of them bottles off to the homies so they could uh, keep the they could keep the business flowing so they could get him out. You know, yeah, we sold a couple of these bottles, so you know we got you. But you know what? He's not the only person that I I feel like does this because you're from Chicago, and I know this happens probably in other large cities. But there are people who will be like, "Hey, my man, I got them bottles," and you go over to their trunk. And it was like, where did all this liquor come from? And they are selling you top shelf bottles at next to nothing prices. So this man, free this man. He was out here. He the community plug. He the community liquor store. Free bruh. He Bruh's bring it. He bring it back bootleggers. He he trying to help the hood. He like, hey, this bottle normally would cost you like forty five dollars, but I'm giving it to you for twenty. Mm. You know, he he's he's it's a service. He's providing a service. Have you have you ever bought bottles out of somebody's trunk? That would be a no. <laughs> you ain't living boogie until you have bought drugs and or bottles of liquor out of someone's trunk. I've my bought- standards, my preferences, and my standards don't allow me to purchase said said bottles. Oh man, you know what, Boogie? You ain't living. I, I have, I have, I have, I have done it. I have done it once. I will never do it again because I, I was for sure. I was like, oh no, but it was a good ass price. It was a good ass price on the bottle. Thought I was gonna get robbed. I legit thought I was gonna get robbed. I was like, I feel like someone's gonna come behind me and rob both of us. They're gonna take what little money I got and your bottles. But it worked out. It worked out. Never will I do it again. I would just go to a regular liquor store to, you know, just avoid little small things like, you know, potentially, you know, losing my life over some liquor. But it, it was it's an experience I think everyone should at least try. You gotta at least try at least once. Pass. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that at all. Do what you was doing beforehand. I'm just saying, hey, look, man, if you can get a gallon of the VSOP for twenty five hours, I'm just saying. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> free that man, free the homie. Uh, you know what? I put some money on his books. You know, he out here. Look, it's just Hennessy. It is just Hennessy. What would you go to jail for? We're gonna close out for this. What is a drink? What is what's the liquor brand you're gonna go to jail for? If you're gonna steal $400 worth of liquor, what you stealing? Uh, Uncle Nearest, probably. Okay, keeping it black for real. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that. I, yeah, I like. I think I'm about to agree with you. I, I would do the nearest or some Woodford. You know, I, I would. I would 
steal like three bottles of Woodford, which is probably like four hundred dollars. So like I can only carry four hundred dollars worth. Yeah. So imagine that. He he stole four he's imagine he stole one four hundred dollar bottle of Hennessy. Imagine yeah. that. I, I hope it was more than one, but I but I feel like that's what it is. But you know. Oh, well, we're coming to the end of another great podcast. Before we like to close up, let's close out on something we call nothing blunt facts. This is one of those facts that you can take. You know, you might want to light up something and be like, hmm, this is making me think. Or it might be someone where it's like, that was completely stupid. That is totally up to you. But here is this week's nothing blunt fact. Motion sickness is caused by your brain's inability to coordinate with your eyes, causing your body to believe toxic toxicity is destroying your nerve tissue, a.k.a. you're being poisoned and or you're vomiting to get the poison out. So with that thought, if poisonous people, if toxic people are closing in all around you, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Get rid of that toxicity. See, it's already working. No more toxicity. It's gone. Close your eyes. That's all I got. That's the fact. That's it. Do what you will with that. <laughs> These facts mean nothing. I'm trying to tie them together. And sometimes we win, sometimes we lose at it. But hey, that's it's okay. Fact. Yeah. Take it as you take take that fact. Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Shout out to the day ones. Hit us up if you are looking. If you need to to want to sponsor a podcast, hit us up. We're always looking for new sponsors for this great show that you guys are tuned into. Boogie, what you got for the peoples? As always, don't forget to smash that bell on YouTube so you can get all of our notifications, all of our content as soon as it drops. And also tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that this is your favorite podcast your favorite mf and podcast and unless i have an ear infection next week you know we'll be back you know which i'm hoping that there's absolutely no more of those no more vacations for a while either so you know we will be back for you (laughs) (laughs) right i should say uh for right now because i actually do got one coming up in in july so you know you know we got a lot of stuff going on coming up And I'm Adrian Lindbergh. And this is another one.